Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to listen to this episode of the Popcorn Watchlist Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Popcorn Watchlist podcast, where we discuss and celebrate our favorites in TV and film. I'm your host, Xavier. I can't wait to talk about this one in particular, but uh, let me go ahead and introduce my fellow panelists. We have Anthony. Hello. You've got our data guy, Danny. What's up? Look at that alliteration right there. And the young kid, Zach. Howdy. So um, if you haven't been following, so what we've been doing is starting with, I believe it was Fast 10, we have kind of gone through some of like the big uh kind of tentpole blockbuster movies of the summer and of this year 2023 and this time along we're going to be talking about the long-awaited and really much hyped up uh next installation in the mission impossible franchise so with that being said we may be going into not maybe we are definitely going to some spoiler territory considering we got to see an early showing of the movie just a few days before the actual release so um, this will be coming out pretty fast. Again, major warning. If you're listening to this and you have not seen the movie yet, we highly encourage you to go and watch it. That way you can be more informed uh, and as well as kind of share in some of your experiences. If you like spoilers and you don't mind, then uh, strap on in, grab your parachute and be ready to jump off the mountain cliff of spoilers. Spoilers. So, um, you know, this basically this movie is, uh, you know, at first I was really hesitant to see, to see that it's going to be as basically a two parter. Uh, so, we, you know, we get dead wreck. Basically, the movie is Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. So the seventh movie in the franchise, um, you know, we, part two is technically the eighth, but like really it should just be seven, but split into seven, two. seven point five. Yeah, seven, seven point five. Good job, Zach. Uh, and I think, you know, um this movie franchise really got invigorated partly because of you know tom cruise's uh enthusiasm for it but also i think really starting after like mission impossible 3 where just like the the series like got injected like a sort of like new like vigor and life like this a lot of uh uh kind of frenetic action and pacing that just really like rose the stakes up high up um, I know Danny, you went and rewatched like the first four just to kind of see that progression, right? You know, some of your thoughts so far with like how the franchise pro- progressed. Yeah, definitely. Um, I rewatched the first four. They were on Pluto, where you could actually watch it this whole month of July, one through four. For they know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, they they figured the release was uh, coming this month, so why not? Um, but yeah, I mean. Um, I had seen the original three plenty of times uh, growing up, but the first one is just like a very classic, uh, you know, action spy thriller. Spy thriller, like, you know, just what it was meant to be. Yeah, you have your uh, iconic uh, wire going down, uh, uh, Jean Reno's holding on to Tom Cruise while he's trying to steal the knock list from with the CFM Langley. Like, you know. 19, 1996. 1996. 
catching the catching the the bead of sweat with his hand dude i love that part um i mean there's a yep, lot of iconic super scenes. young tom cruise yep um you know like the whole mission going awry from the beginning and ethan hunt getting pinned for it but he's got to figure out everything and uh so he you know find out to, the whole mystery of it yep so it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a good first century, for oh, sure. Oh, 100%. Um, and then we move on to the second one, which total change. Tonal is, shift, yeah. Tonal uh, shift. Kind of weird action, slow motion shots. It tried to be too action-y. Yeah. And not like, you know, that there was the spy thriller of it was, I didn't really... Well, it's like that 2000s really cheesy action. Damn, yeah, it came out in 2000. Yeah. So... That John John Woo is a little hurt now. No, I'm kidding. But it uh yeah, like it has that like yeah, it's trying to be more of like a bombastic action movie with like the cool motorcycle chase and then like the whole uh but like the plot's kind of cool. But if it was framed and done better, I think the movie would have been would have been more better received. I think. But it was scary because like it made money, but it might have like also like put the franchise at like a complete at stop. Risk. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then we got three, which. Um, I actually like this was my favorite for a while uh, from the trilogy, um, directed by J.J. Abrams, and that was a cool take on on the franchise, like a, a different. Uh, I still think Philip Seymour Hoffman was one of the better villains of the whole of oh, the yeah. whole thing. For sure. Yeah, this the whole like they try to take him out, but then he gets released, and he's like, "I'm gonna make your life hell. Like, I'm gonna yeah. take everything for like like that was, revenge." Yeah, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, like this dude came. I got dark. Yeah, too, at dude. times. And then I like that was the movie where like he basically like what was it didn't that the movie where he stopped his heart for like five like he basically like died for like yeah, five yeah. seconds and came back and was like holy sh like that was legitimately like like thrilling that this well, and that then, and with Abrams' style like of the, the way like and you see it later on like in his version of Star Trek like there's just like he can frame that action really well like the running oh, and are there you say lens stuff. players yeah that too. <laughs> there were lens players yeah. But yeah, it's a great entry. Like, like it brought he gets it back. Married. Well, yeah, DJ Abrams does have like a style of, of filming. Yeah, but, but yeah, it was great. It brought it back. Yeah. But then where this series really kicks it up is uh, four, five, and six. Dude, like yeah. those are just top notch. Ghost Protocol. Dude, okay, Anthony and I were in the theater uh, at an actual IMAX theater. I forgot what movie we were watching, but we, they showed a preview of the whole Burj Khalifa scene. Yeah, and it was just looking at that screen like it's just there's so much tension and then you realize oh wait tom cruise did this for real wow. to the point where like he had to fire his insurance <laughs> company because they were just not gonna insure like no we're not doing that it's like all right fine get someone else who will i'll do it myself yeah we're like and even so because like he was already gonna do it himself but yeah like the, that company's like no I, I we can't risk that no like we can't pay out an insurance if you die he's like well then i'll find someone else who can yeah um but he went and did it and then that started the, uh, the trend. Well, that one was uh, Brad Bird. Yeah. Right? Yeah, dude. So it's still kind of continuing the trend of having a different director yeah. for each one, which yeah. I think is kind of cool because then you get different takes and different styles. Brad Bird had a cool style for Yeah, it, for sure. Because oh, I mean, it's really cool. With, with, when DJ Abrams came on board, I, like the, the, the direction the films were going in started to change. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But then it was this one that really cemented what it is now. Yeah. But it helps yeah. understand the whole fact that like, all of these movies, like they have these great, awesome, like practical set pieces, but it's still idea this whole like, oh, we have to go over the top to stop this impossible mission. Like this isn't, this yeah. is literally mission impossible. Yeah. Like the organization like, is literally impossible mission. Yeah, the impossible force, mission force. force. <laughs> like, and 
it's the point where like it feels that like they're it's always kind of one upping and going higher up and higher up and higher up and of like and raising the stakes like ghost protocol was like oh snap there's like nukes going off uh rogue nation is like you know uh, nukes going up <laughs> was it nukes going off i think so no, I, I remember basically like is you know the whole idea of just, well, it's the whole thing with the syndicate. Yeah, and like, well, uh, the thing the, syn- the organization, the syndicate as a as a villainous organization was legit. I thought it was that was cool. I was like, oh good, now we have a counter to the IMF. Like this is really dope. But Rogue Nation, Fallout, and now Dead Reckoning were all directed by Christopher McQuarrie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like you know they developed a really good shorthand. Uh, to be able to kind of come up, go with these. And, you know, Chris McQuarrie is like, I'm going to trust Tom's uh, vision and his uh, enthusiasm for wanting to really create, like, you know, spectacles to watch in, in the theater, which in the end leads us to Dead Reckoning. And uh, overall, like, it's great to see there's uh, newcomers. We have, as well as, like, the, you know, recurring cast, like Ving Rhames, you have um, obviously Simon, Simon Pegg as Benji, um, Rebecca Ferguson. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson is my me. favorite. <laughs> I love Rebecca Ferguson. I just have to say that. <laughs> I have to just put this out there. Like I love, she's captivating. Even as Go a villain, showman. Go watch Greatest Showman. Greatest Showman. Yeah. Uh, even in Doctor Sleep, which you know she's basically yeah. the villain in that movie. Like she's just like got charisma. That was an underrated uh, sequel. Uh, I like it. Yeah, it's really good. But like. There's just like she can add depth, but she's also captivating and, and like even in, in a movie like an action se- sequence, like it's just like there's she brings so much to the character of Ilsa Faust that like there's so many layers and like, you know, there's always the, the spy game of like the you know, ulterior motives. And I think the movie did a really good job of continuing that. But uh, also, you know, we get newcomers in, you know, Haley Atwell, um, Agent, Carter. Um, hmm? Agent Carter. Yeah. Um, also, uh, S.I. Morales, dude, he's like, Who's if it? you've seen him in Ozark, you already know he's good. If you've seen him in Titans, I guess. He's like, yeah, he's, uh, he's oh. Deathstroke. Who was he in Ozark? Mm. Uh, he was, um, I thought he was Del. Del? Del from the, 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 uh, cartel? Maybe. Not maybe. I don't I'm remember. pretty sure. No, no, I just don't remember. Yeah, like, if you go into it, like... <laughs> It was... Uh, was that the early seasons? Season one, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah he's Dell. Okay, because he's, he's so I'm thinking good. of the guys from the later seasons. No, not those guys. But no, he's he he was Dell. And uh, he was so good in in that. But yeah, he's also in Titans, I believe, as uh, a slate. And yeah, that, yeah, that's awesome. Called yeah. that. So, um, and he does, like, basically, you know, main plot of the movie is that there's this rogue... We're talking about rogue, nation. rogue <laughs> not rogue nation. It's a rogue AI that basically, if you've ever seen the entire show of Person of Interest, you'll kind of get a general idea. But it's a rogue AI that was developed that kind of becomes sentient and is uses the destruction of a Russian submarine to kind of free itself, so it can go off and basically wreak havoc and uh, go through self-preservation. And it uses human agents. One of them is Gabriel, played by Sam Morales. And he pulls that off extremely well. Where, like, it's not so much that, like... Like, you you can tell he's following orders from what they call the entity in this movie. But he delivers his lines in that character's own kind of intimidating, borderline, like, sadistic uh, delivery. 
and we, we get it, it, we get it established where Ethan uh, explains that oh Gabriel is someone who relishes in his, in in causing suffering you know as someone who's like a, a high end agent but is also you know kind of a not kind of a, a real douchebag so it it establishes our you know our villain pretty well uh, so and then you know like the the movie starts straight up with uh you know the, the submarine action. sequence yeah. Um, and in, I liked it how I think maybe I was the only one out of all of us, but uh, when the, and the submarine sequence when they're talking about where they are, since they they uh, use the term called dead reckoning, uh, determining how much distance they traveled, and that's their location. So they use dead reckoning instead of just you know sonar and satellites. And it's funny. I was like, ah, title of the movie, title of the movie. Was <laughs> pointing right at it. But um, yeah, that that sequence at first was like this is interesting, but then later on in the movie you understand its importance. Um, it's sort of like the ultimate MacGuffin, but, uh, you know, uh, overall like, oh yeah. And we also have, um, Palm, uh, uh Palm Clementif as Paris. Uh, she was like just the right amounts of menacing, but also like, you know, you know, you want to know more about this character because yeah. they're just so unique. You're like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Um, but then we also have, um, the two, I don't, I think they're working, they're CIA, I think, but, um, the two agents that are running after Ethan, that it, that they're basically tasked by oh, the Shea U.S. Wiggum. Shea Wiggum. Yeah, like Shea Wiggum and um, what's this other dude's name? Uh, Greg uh, Davis? Yeah, he's the one that questioning yeah. everything is like, hey, are we doing the right thing? He was like Top Gun. Yeah, Greg Tarzan Davis. Oh, nice. Yeah. He was, um, it no, took, I know. He, he was, was a coyote. Yeah. It took me until, I think, the train scene. I'm like, oh, it's him. <laughs> so I didn't notice until Zach told me. Two top gunners in his movie. Or three, I guess. Yeah, because Charles three, Parnell, yeah. Uh, yeah. Was, he was in that, like, yeah, yeah. He was in that opening sequence. Oh, and then we talked about uh, new new characters like Denlinger, which is like the second, you know, the uh, intelligence director for the U.S. government, played by Carrie Elwes. And, uh, the mark i saw mark gaddis he's like the nsa chief i was like wait it's mark gaddis his weird american accent oh, but, we also uh, had uh i don't know if you mentioned but uh vanessa kirby returned oh yeah yeah she was in fallout white widow she is apparently rumored to be sue storm in a fantastic yeah. form and then uh my favorite kind of callback from everything uh, was Henry Cerny as Kittredge from the first Mission Impossible? Yeah. I know you. You were like, yeah. I was like, like wow, I he Danny came back. <laughs> yeah, and like he came back, and he's a, a massive, important part of the entire plot. So uh, it's pretty dope. But uh, you know, um, going into that, like bringing in new favorite, new characters, favorite characters. What do you guys think? Like, obviously, like Ethan Hunt. Whenever he he's doing his badassery, like he's just great. sprinting. Yeah, he's like, there's two sequences there's a couple sequences. of just yeah. like I'm sprinting and like it's dope and it still looks great. But long, I think long it was more than two. Shots. I think there was a couple. Well, because one him running in Venice and then him in running airport, in Abu Dhabi on the roof, on the roof yeah, in Abu Dhabi. Airport, airport. Uh, the airport, yeah, yeah, the airport and in Abu Dhabi. In, then in uh, the other the party. No, no, wait, was that that's in Venice. Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought that was after Abu Dhabi. Yeah, it is after Abu Dhabi. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, no, okay, because like, okay, yeah, it's first, a whole okay, sequence yeah. of him running yeah, yeah. to try to get to to yeah. get to Grace, played by Haley Atwell. Um, but talk about, like, you know, new characters or favorite characters. Like, um, who I did you Pum, enjoy seeing a lot? I thought Pom was, was pretty interesting to see her, like, come into that type of role. As we were so used to her in uh, Guardians. Yeah. What was wild, too, is that, like, in the 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 Rome chase sequence, like 
she was like you know she, she went and, and stole like the giant humvee and then she was just like like ha- like almost like enjoying it so like oh this this character's insane i know like, it's not her. plowing through everything yeah it's not um exact uh but it kind of gives me some like crazy joker vibes but like um, you know, I mean, she did have face paint on that one scene. Yeah, that's yeah, when they're in the thing, party. Yeah, it's a whole masquerade for the party. Um, what I got a lot of vibes of is yeah, a little bit of like you know, kind of off kilter, like willing to do whatever it takes. But also, in a sense, like I also, if you guys ever seen Goldeneye, there there is that one sequence where um, they're in the the really small corridor and she's fighting Ethan and she basically like kind of like vice grips him with her legs. I was like, oh, this is Zenya on a top, like hundred percent. And I was like, man, is this, I was like, is this the way uh, that uh, Ethan's going to go? Obviously not because there's a dead reckoning part too, but um, how, that, that, that sequence is dope. And that whole fight sequence is really cool too. Of just like uh, having to like n- neutralize or uh, incapacitate both of them. Um, and we'll talk about like yeah, good moments yeah. later on. But, um, you know, uh, you know, you said Palm, Zach, anything, any other thoughts on your end? I, I mean, I liked Haley Atwell's character, Grace, um, for, for, uh, well, I mean, cause we get, her, we get her, yeah, we, right. as a new character, but I mean like her, her backstory and everything, uh, that we get a little bit, you know, as, as like the story progresses, uh, find out more about her, but also, uh, I found it funny with some of the scenes where she's like pickpocketing and like reverse pickpocketing. Uh, like they keep going everyone. back and forth. <laughs> I, I think I think it was pretty cool and, and really well done. Yeah, they keep like like that lighter. It kept going back and forth of this final like it goes towards the end. Yeah, too, because like, it's like oh, I'm supposed to like you know slide a hand. Like there's like 18 moments of slide a hand. I'm like, how are you doing this? It's like, imagine what's his name from <laughs> from Ant Man and <laughs> MCU Randall Park's character. Dude, he'd have <laughs> the a magic field day. Trick. He's like, do it again. No, do it again. It's like, dude, the world is a stick. I don't care. Do it again. Hey, I will sure just stare at the camera and then like the David Blaine. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> how did you do that? And then Ethan does it. just comes out of nowhere and does it too. And then it can just, there's too many of them. Like, there's too many moments. Cheez Its. Like, Cheez Its. I love that video. <laughs> that video is a classic. classic. If you don't know who we're talking about, look up David Blaine's Street Magic. It's a classic. Like the parody of David Blaine. What, wasn't, wasn't one of those guys like, like a famous actor? Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. comedians. They're all yeah. comedians. Oh, okay, okay. Because yeah. I, I recognize the, the one guy. Oh, no, like, it was Mikey. Yeah, Mikey Day was there. It was just, you know, for a while before he became an SNL guy, I think. But um yeah grace as a new character is really cool because then there's a there's a she it goes through a whole arc too of just like realizing yeah uh things my whole life's been up, upended and torpedoed uh by all the events yeah i did that on purpose and uh it becomes a point where like you know it there's small little glimpses also through her ethan shares a bit of what happened to him which is why he ended up having to be on the impossible mission force Mm. Uh, being part of IMF and like it's kind of like man I want to know more about that so maybe we get more of that in part two but uh yeah good call I think uh Haley Atwell also a big fan of Haley Atwell um mm. she's just amazing she's captivating too I think she's the only other thing I had seen her in was just the Captain America franchise that was it she has seen that one episode of Black Mirror it was a really good episode uh also Agent Carter is a fun show that one I still have yet to see it's a fun show I think one of the only MCU shows I haven't seen yeah, because it was on ABC for a while, for a little bit, but yeah, season yeah, two yeah. is really good. Um, that's where basically in Endgame you saw uh, the actor uh, Jarvis. D- yeah, the actor oh, who played yeah. live action Jarvis. That's because they brought him over from from the show. Yeah, yeah. James Darcy. Yeah, that they brought I him over from that. the show into this, and that that was like my like yay! Like I, that was my validation as like a 
you know, a nerd that who watches all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, that show exists. Um, Anthony? Um, I liked, I mean, she wasn't in the whole movie, but yeah, Rebecca Ferguson was still badass in this movie. Yeah. And at least before she, I'm going to do it in air quotes, dies in this movie. Because no, part did. of me... Part of me doesn't believe it. She did. Okay, but and it, the thing is, if she is dead, she dead then dead. I will kind of get mad because I feel like it wasn't she enough. She double died. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. enough. True of her. Well, because just a, a couple minutes ago, I was looking at the uh, the cast listing uh, for for part, part two. two. Um, Palm is there. Yeah, yeah, because she's not. She's dead. alive. They okay. said, "Oh, I can still hear her heartbeat." They have to oh, like. Yeah. They had to add that. Okay, yeah, yeah, the, dig, uh, so uh, Greg Davis. Stabbed, so Greg Davis, like he was like, "Oh, I think we still have yeah, a pulse." Uh, yeah, slow pulse. I can't yeah, because he's hanging out with Briggs, and they, they go and find her, and it's just like, okay. okay like, if she had gotten stabbed I in the shoulder, then it would have been over. Yeah. Okay, so I wasn't going to hold thing like, "Oh, she got stabbed." almost got stabbed in the shoulder. She got stabbed in the heart, and they said she died. Dude, she got stabbed in the heart. She did. Part of I'm me, mad. part of me feels like, um, because the other part I liked of the movie was just the AI in general. How it was just mind games, like throughout the whole yeah. movie. Yeah, I love that joke. Just like there's a lot of one step ahead. Yeah, almost. just like Person of yeah. Interest. Favorite so, character is the entity. That's yeah, great. Yeah, you guys, awesome. like it's on Netflix. Go watch Person of Interest. Really good show. Um, but yeah, so like with the AI playing all these mind games, and by that point in the movie, by the time she supposedly dies they already like knew what they're up against and so i feel like if if they wanted to make part two like even crazier to make like a huge ruse of her pretending to die because they knew that she was going to get into a fight with this guy and so maybe yeah, she was it was part of one of like exactly the, uh, so ma- maybe well, gabriel maybe, said it he's like yeah like it's you know, basically ethan you hold the fate of both of these two right, right here you have to choose who lives and who so, dies so maybe ahead of time they like gave her maybe like more protective gear so maybe like she did get stabbed but it wasn't like fatal enough and then she so, just told uh, ethan something right and point. so so if she really isn't dead then the machine doesn't know that she's alive the machine thinks she's dead and, and so she would have to go into like hiding for the machine not to see her. Which he already told her from the beginning was just like with the whole desert sequence, which is also badass. Of, right. Of like, so, hey, you need to run. Like, remember, stay dead. We have to remember, they've built her up in the past three movies. Yeah. She's pretty much as good as Ethan Hunt as like a, as an agent. Yeah. Or like she, almost she as fight. good. Yeah. So like, I... That, I think it. I think. I mean, this is just that opera. That I think it would be awesome. Sequence in Rogue Nation. Yeah, so I think good. it would be awesome, and it would make it better. Like if <laughs> so all that was a ruse, because that's what these to, movies to do. The, these movies do that. Like, there, how many? Yeah, how the, many times are you going to pull off a mask? But like, it was somebody else. Like Scooby Doo. Yeah, it's like a Scooby Doo scene. <laughs> uh, so like, this could be like the ultimate. Like, haha, got you, stupid AI. Like, we got you back. And then she. I the, hope I'm wrong. Like maybe she's the I'm one wrong. who like. At the end, like in the middle of the next movie, she comes back, lifts up a mask and be like, I was in hiding. So this thing didn't know it was me. And she like helps destroy the AI or something like that at the end of the movie. I will say this right I now. Think if awesome that actually help. happens, I will stand up and clap. Like I think that would be awesome. <laughs> and someone's going to tell me, shut, sit down. I'll be like, shut your mouth. It's Rebecca Ferguson. I think that would be awesome because by now, since they have had her in the past couple movies, people like this character. So like, yeah, it was kind of 
I liked Haley Atwell's character, but it was kind of like a, well, we brought the this new woman in just because we're getting rid of the other one. It's like, that's kind of weird that you're just like re- quickly replacing that, her. That is well, they, they also need to, felt like. yeah, but they also, yeah. but think of it this way, like thematically, like it would make sense to kill off Ilsa because you need someone to re- uh, help understand just how badass uh, and how important of a threat both the entity and Gabriel as its agent is. Like you need to establish that. So doing so if they do it in the end maybe kind of undermines it but also like at the end of the whole that you know, we're gonna skip a little bit to the very very end you know uh ethan kind of mind games gabriel too like he, he he did the mind game because he was almost gonna basically do the thing that he's not supposed to do um and killing gabriel but you know lets him live and then haha surprise um I, I just feel like the movie went out of its way specifically with like luther when they realized that they were going up against AI, Luther was like, you can't be doing this because it knows you're going to do that. And he was, he was telling Ethan, like, you have to play you have 40 to, chess. You pretty much have to, like, not be you to mind game and play this logics. AI. Play so, like, stuff. after that point, like, that could have been them creating this Planning whole plan this whole to, like, let's make yeah. it look like we're doing what it wants us to do. And, like, so that means but Ethan how and Ilsa made this plan to like not die and that means they're both g's how would they they are how would they have anticipated the fact that they're going to be put into uh, a sort of like check they wouldn't but i'm just so they're gonna they're they they are badass enough to improvise they knew they were gonna go into like this next mission and so they could have just both or had multiple people on their team wear like extra body armor knowing that like hey one of us might get into a situation i think you would have felt but like Gabriel would have felt they, and they showed her where she got stabbed it was like here yeah. it wasn't in the middle like where the heart is heart is like right here yeah but no it, heart is a little shoulders, bit shoulders, it's a little bit like to here. the left the heart it wasn't actually, the shoulder though your heart's not directly in the middle i know but, but it's like, not here either not where you do the pledge of allegiance it's not there it, was, it, it, it maybe was stabbed downward and in that like, dude was like good that, knives. Like, yeah. yeah like that kind of like impaling and, and i don't know i mean not that these movies are bloody but they didn't really show blood either what they, really- they showed the blood mark uh, on Palm Clemente at the end, like where she was stabbed. What uh? Um, what so was, I don't know. Was it? Like, okay, well, t- t- play devil's advocate for you. What, what did Briggs say when talking about Ethan? He had said like when when they're in the 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 circling the airport in Abu Dhabi when they're getting the briefing on Ethan Hunt when they're starting the the manhunt. I had to say master it. of deception, man. <laughs> yeah, he's like understanding that the only way you can, can ensure this guy's dead is you straight up stab him in the heart with a wooden stake. Like this is there's no is this like you need to understand that like, manipulation deception. So, um, you know, that that is also a thing too. Like he did it in um in Rogue Nation when they captured yeah. what's his face? Like they ultra mind game. Oh, and those scenes are awesome. Yeah, the ultra mind game at the very end like him getting Even at the pins. beginning in in fallout when they mind game the dude and had him had benji be wolf blitzer and did like the whole fake newscast that yeah. the bomb actually exploded and so the guy was like haha i did it i still won and yeah like, and you're no, like what the sh-? No, yeah you you're like no you didn't mind games like that was out of hand so that's too. what i'm saying like so this is two movies so like if they if, <gasps> they, did, if they did if they do that and if she's still alive i'd be so happy but if she stays dead that would kind of be disappointing. So I have a question. Do, what do you guys feel, because we've been going on this, uh, what do you guys feel about it being called Dead Reckoning Part 1 and Part 2? Or would you prefer it just had its own, like, 
two separate well titles. the plot twist could be that maybe they do just decide to change the title I don't think but so I don't think no, so because this is part it's still like the, the, the name of it still ties into the whole yeah it's the same the, it's the idea of the submarine story. like yeah. the position of the yeah. submarine right now it's you know they did it at the heading based off of Dead Reckoning yeah. and when the AI used uh, the the fake torpedoes system to basically yeah. blow it blow up the submarine and free itself because like, hey like my source code is is stored here on this uh submarine's like nuclear core and i need to stop i need to make make it so that no one can come and find that um that that's it still ties into that it should still be dead reckoning part two how did water not get in how did water not get into what the sub yeah it it did it imploded it did no no i know but the like it how did it not mess up the ai you mean yeah it doesn't matter. Like the AI is yeah, the AI is, is living smart. everywhere. No, 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 it's in, de- the, in the beginning scene, it, like they kept showing the AI, and yeah. it was like yeah, yeah, yeah. flashing, like letting you know, like it's I'm thinking here. and doing things. They were they said later that like it uploaded itself like uh, to everywhere to the so, cloud. So like it went from there, knowing that it was gonna to destroy itself. To be everywhere. If I'm going to do MCU terms, they did an Ultron where I'm just going to propagate itself all over yeah, the yeah, internet. Yeah, yeah. Now, the thing is, its source code is still there. there. The only thing I was realizing, like, how did they guess that the source code was still there? Because, you know, intelligence analysts said so. Know, like, yeah. but Because they only, said the only way to... Uh, like, yeah, that's my, that was my own one little, like, code. that was my one little thing. Like, yeah, like, the way to control it is by finding the source code and the MacGuffins of the movie are the two parts of the key that they use to launch uh, the submarine. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, to, to launch the, the stealth system that yeah. the Sevastopol had. Uh, but yeah, like it still kept, you know, spy thriller, but like these intense over the top action. Uh, so let's talk about act- the action sequences. Like there's no way we can talk about this movie and not talk about how crazy all the action set pieces were garbage <laughs> no they're not garbage <laughs> and there's a bunch do do tell anthony no not okay. garbage we could go through s- some of our favorites if you want because there's a bunch oh yeah but uh x uh oh uh, man one of your i mean i don't want to steal what i thought steal was my favorite steal i'm stealing it this this the whole final sequence of the train mm-hmm. yeah. was out of hand like the fact that they had to build their own train and actually do practical stunts on the top of this train and the fact that like on a moving train on a moving train the greatest thing about this thing too is that it also helps uh you know tie in a lot of the different plot points together like you see that kittredge is the one trying to buy uh the keys off of the white widow and this is that point where you know ethan and grace have to go in and do the deception uh, of the face mask to get that back bring it back forward and um then you find out that detlinger's in there too trying to push the whole deal and then create like try to make sure that he has his you know his his ace in the hole of like oh i know where the sevastopol is and so like you know try to propose an alliance with the entity like oh this is getting intriguing and then that's also where you have the sort of gabriel double cross on paris because he realizes like oh the entity realized that oh wait ethan uh you know kept you alive so obviously you're gonna betray me but then it's like a sort of self-fulfilling prophecy and then all these things converge where you know there's uh like fight sequences on the train ethan jumps from the the mountain jumps from the mountain and like crashes into a moving train and oh when he <coughs> crashed in through the window and the knocked whole out that guy. Like, Whoa! <laughs> like ridiculous <laughs> that, yeah like that, that was, was that good. one guy I was just like okay now kill her i was just like in my mind i'm like why didn't you just if the key was there why didn't yeah. you shoot her from far away but 
I don't know. Like, that guy was like, I don't want to kill her because she's too hot. That's probably the reason. <laughs> and I, I, that's, uh, his name was Zola. So I was like, all right, Zola, I understand that. That's, that's, that's understandable. But then his homeboy got wrecked. So, um, but the whole, but that, that even the thrilling point where like Grace as the White Widow is, is, is she going to be outed by, by, by Kittredge? And there's this whole cat and mouse of, is she going to take the easy way out by clearing her name? Or is she just going, is she actually going to, you know, kind of do the right thing and realize like, Hey, that's not a real solution in the end. Uh, that was very thrilling too. And, and then it, and what was also crazy too, is like how Gabriel was setting everything up where he went through, broke the lock to the engine car, to the, to the mm -hmm. main engine, uh, of the train and then and the brakes yeah broke the brakes uh killed the, the 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 engineers and what was really messed up too is that like he hung one of them with the with the the whistle and every time you hear the whistle you knew in the back of your mind oh man like that's just that dead body just, just yeah. hanging back and forth and it created tension with the entire sequence throughout all of that stuff like you would just keep hearing the in the, the freaking whistle even during the fight sequence up top between gabriel and ethan like you still hear that you're like oh my god like it's just like that added bit of tension that just like gets under your skin and you just need it to resolve so it was that there's maybe a couple other things i'm missing like obviously after the train crashes and they do the whole uncharted 2 thing yeah. um and it's just it kept escalating and escalating they're going through the service car and like oh no now they're stuck on on oil and oh it's, i'm just like oh seeing the the like swishing probably very hot oil like going around while they were walking i was like I hope that's not real. I hope it's like CGI oil. Like, because to me, that's the ultimate stunt. Like, and even still, the guys could have just gotten burnt. They got bad, the they oil going, badass like boots, but like, there's you still, they're still slipping. You're like, don't get out of here. What's going on? Like, like, I completely forgot that there's a part two to this. So I was just like, I was just in the moment, like, man, this is great. And that helps when it's practical stunts. Like, you're, you you're, can see the quality difference. Yeah. Like, it's totally there. Like, it's believable because it's 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 uh it's it's real at that point and uh props to uh everybody involved props to you know Haley atwell that's doing all this stuff with uh tom cruise and tom cruise being the animal that he is like he's just you know game for whatever it's out of hand uh real quick did you notice um with the whole grace playing as the white widow like with the mask the eye colors yeah um like the it, it kept her eye color instead of uh, Vanessa Kirby's. Yeah, it changed over because they didn't have uh, yeah. they have contacts. Sometimes they do that, but they still had the voice changer piece cool. on her throat, which is dope, and they show that to yeah. take it off too. Um, oh, Zach, as the our resident racer, what did you think of the <laughs> the Rome chase sequence in like three different vehicles? I, I thought a lot, like a lot of parts were, were like pretty humorous, like you know when they get into the Fiat the, for the second part of that chase. Um, but it reminded me a lot of uh, Fast and Furious because they, they mm -hmm. the movie just came out a couple months ago and they had a similar like one month scene. ago, dude. Was it already a down one the month? Stairs? Yeah, like one down was the clearly stairs. better than the other. One, is <laughs> definitely because CGI one had real cars. which one's better? <laughs> For the record, which one did a, did a Rome chase sequence better than the other? Definitely this one. Definitely it's, it's Mission a no brainer. Possible. It probably cost them more for the CGI than to actually just get a car and like 
put it down though. Well, I think I mean that has to be a set that they made. Yeah, that's because a set you they can't, made. You can't, no, no. you can't do that. No, 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 no. Of course, but I'm saying like, steps. You not, can't, not in a suit that's thousands of years. It's not even that. Like they won't give you clearance no. to damage historical no, monuments. The the part where Paris is in that Humvee just breaks through everything. Yeah, that's a set they broke. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. the and like the they probably recreated the Spanish steps yeah, for the yeah. Fiat to go down. Yeah. Um, dude, the fact. But that, it was real though. Like. Like, wasn't you so don't weird see like that weird PS2 <laughs> graphics. Like so, at first it's like they're driving in the BMW. Was an i4, I think it was. But uh, like yeah, they're driving in the BMW, handcuffed, handcuffed, handcuffed on the wrong like the wrong arm with no doors. And, and they actually drove that handcuffed. Yes, they yeah, did. Right before the movie, we get like a like a behind the scenes on the on the whole car chase, which was kind of like spoilerish. Spoiler, spoiler, yeah, and, like spoiler but, and there's still like slide of hands with the handcuffs going yeah, on too, which is like cool. which is still like nuts. Like that shows like the adeptness of both characters and. Uh, but I like the little Fiat. Yeah, <laughs> the little cool. Fiat. Okay, there was there was one point at first I thought like, man, okay, this is too much, leaning too much into humor. Yeah. But then you just saw like. Oh, this is because of how ridiculous this is. Like the whole situation is ridiculous, and like it's. But it's like I, it was a super yeah. fiat, though. The thing yeah. is, it was needed because, like, it like was IMF able to knew. go around all. Yeah, the IMF knew. Like we need to uh, tie through all that. Oh, but when it flipped over, do I freaked out? I was like, oh my god, they're dead. Like it's. it's and they flipped over and swapped and, places. And swap places. <laughs> they're both like, wait, what? <laughs> like, how do we do this? That was great. Like, like that was a great choice of humor. Some would argue that the whole point when they're she's when Grace is trying to drive it, she's just like, just I'm a three understanding. Or like, and even when Ethan's like, I'm sorry, I don't under like I don't know she's what like, I'm who's doing. Driving? Here. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, I I I, I can't handle. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, because because like, the, the the car that they kind of teased was like a Ferrari. Uh, for was a Ferrari like F12 or something. I don't remember what it was. And then they go to try to get in, but then the Fiat pops out because he's using it remotely. <laughs> yeah, and he's and like, then, oh, what? And then, yeah, because I, I guess he's used to like you know more modern cars having like like the buttons there and stuff. But then yeah, then the Fiat basically is having... just an electric motor going wing like go fast and go vroom vroom. I mean, it was quick. Yeah, speed little thing. But that but the whole chase sequence was done really well. Like I think it was. And like the way the camera work and the camera rigs were put on the cars themselves while they were driving yeah. realistically, like that was legit. Like this, that that made it seem really authentic and thrilling too. You also have you know the CIA agents chasing them. You have Paris as the main person chasing them too, and the police. The police as its own like you know section, and even the whole sequence leading up to it in like that you know the police uh, area and just all the 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 mind games and double crossing going on was was really fun to see. Um, and then, and then it kind of ends where, um, where uh, they get cornered, and then Tom or Ethan backs up, and then he goes down like this. I don't know if it's like a tunnel or whatever it is, and they end up uh, in the subway. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, uh, Grace gets herself out of the handcuff with the paperclip. Yeah, I didn't like and that. And then with sleight of hand, because she's too good. Well, no, I didn't down. like that because like, well, you could have just done that earlier. Yeah, no, she was in a moving car. There's no way she's gonna leave by herself, and what with someone chasing her, like, no, she knew yeah. better than that. And then they're in a situation where they got away from everybody. She's like, oh, this is the perfect She actually uncuffed herself earlier and they show it for like a split second because she, you see her, both her hands were free and she was like holding on to him. And then mm. that's when she, and, and then she re and then she hooked it to the, to the steering wheel. Yeah. I saw yeah, it. I was like, wait, she has both her hands now. Yeah. It was like a split second. Oh, that they I showed know, her. Yeah. But then, then in the, in the, in the, the subway tunnel, uh, when she cuffs him to the, to the steering wheel, then he's trying to get out because of, there's a train coming. coming. Slide a hand. And then he just I didn't like that either. She straight up was like, what if he didn't get out? Like, you just killed this man. I was like, geez. 
It's kind of weird. Cause, um, yeah, because yeah, the, the next time she sees him is at the party. Yeah. I think and, she's and, still and, in a situation where she can't trust him. She can't trust anybody. I think at that so, point, you could have trusted him. Like, I, I, I understood all the other moments before that. But then, like, you guys just went through this, like, like whole chase together. Like, I don't know why she's kind of, like, screwed uh, him over there. No, Yeah, I just didn't trust nobody. Well, she was kind of like a free agent, I guess. Yeah. She was hired to do the job. And then she was supposed to go to, you know, Venice to drop it off and... Uh, get her paycheck and get on out of here and then craziness ensues uh danny any you know we we stole some of the big the big moments of the movie but any other sequences that you liked um i like that uh what was it venice uh chase sequence where they're trying to get to um grace yes and the rebecca ferguson fight yeah um that part was cool. A lot of the fight sequences, I was going to mention that, like, how did you guys feel about, like, being able to follow the fight sequences, especially since they're trying to do these more practically? Like, there's not a lot of crazy flashy fighting, so it's it was very, like, practical. Uh, it it's it seems well. realistic. It's yeah. There's not, or wasn't, like, shaky like, cam that, or anything that, going on. Yeah, club or like, wherever oh, they were. That, that doesn't make sense, or, oh, that's not real, or, or oh, the physics. Oh, like, like, nothing felt off about them. Like, they, they looked really nice. Like, like in the club like, or wherever they were at? Um, when they're all talking for a little bit, yeah, uh, and then they start to fight. Um, yeah, all those the moves, shots were pretty cool. Yeah, all the moves seem pretty like you know um, kind of straightforward, so you don't have to hide a lot of crazy stuff with like wonky camera work. Anthony is normally the best eye on that. So, what did you think about that? So, I mean, you guys have said all the like big set pieces already. So, I, I mean, I liked all of them. We didn't mention the, the the airport or the the desert. Yeah, the desert part was cool, but it was like it was pretty quick and short. It was cool. Though. I liked him straight up laying down with the horse, like oh, that was cool. hiding from the, the like assassins that were going to to get Ilsa. To get Ilsa, yeah. Um. So yeah, that scene was cool, but yeah, it was quick. Um. He went in there while the sandstorm was coming, so it's like I feel like part Sorry. of me, yeah, part of me felt like this movie was a little bit of like a kind of like a greatest hits of the other movies. I don't know if you felt that even if it's just a setup no like, like a it, small it greatest is, because it's like part one so you're like damn what's gonna happen in part two yeah i'm I, that's what has me like, like crazy there's excited. already been a train sequence in, in the first movie there was a sandstorm sequence in four well the train sequence kind of reminded me of the first movie. yeah yeah so i feel like Red this movie has light. like small little nods to all the other movies um but yeah so what i liked the ilsa fight versus gabriel was kind of cool but it also looked a little janky at times i don't i don't know why but so what i will say is like i enjoyed all the action scenes but part of me felt that um those moments are specifically like the hand-to-hand combat was much better in fallout i think fallout had really good dude the, hands- the, well, bathroom, the sequence? bathroom scene oh, henry cavill yeah. reloading henry cavill reloading and that whole bathroom fight scene was awesome well do you remember the story how long that it guy, took to film yeah it? and that guy whooped both of them like yeah <laughs> it was crazy but so like and and like we were mentioning like ghost protocol before like i feel like between ghost protocol ghost and fallout yeah goats Bros. yeah <laughs> um like i feel like those two probably have like maybe like the most dynamic action choreography but the but the like ideas and scenes in this one were like really cool and really well done yeah um i just feel like fallout was a little bit better um in that regard like the whole helicopter bits and fallout that was all realistic and that freaked me out i was like dude this tom cruise is hanging on a net yeah and just there but um again like but then there's also the oh tom cruise base jumped off a cliff 
and uh, and they basically broke like three motorcycles. And then he he did the one with Henry Cavill off the plane in the other movie. Yeah. So it's like they keep trying to one up themselves. It's very difficult. And I just can't ever imagine since what stunt he's doing in part. That's two. what I'm saying. Ever since four, they just like try to keep one upping themselves. Nuts. And again, Tom Cruise is like even when he's like doing the all of the the press for this movie and like well, things like the, I'm on a plane. Yeah. There's another there's sequence. There's no plane in this movie. No, no so like that's the part, part two. Is like oh, we're filming a scene for Dead Reckoning two. He's just like I'm just gonna jump. I'm just like okay. Like I want to know like how long it took him to get like skydive certified because. Like I've looked it up. Like you have to go through like certain amount of hours or like yeah. you know at least ten different jump. Like he, he's five got or time six. In there. There's like <laughs> five or six assisted jumps, and then you have like other jumps that are just by yourself. So it's like I've always wanted to do it, but it's you have to go like there, there's a lot of prep for it, and you need to shell out like two thousand dollars. I'm surprised he hasn't done like a squirrel suit scene yet. Um, you know what? I'm surprised. He, they He's did, gone close. They He's did close. say in this movie that like, yeah. oh, you have a wingsuit in here too. So I was like, is it gonna do it? Is it yeah. gonna do it? Is he gonna saving do it? it probably for the next one? But and so like so and even then like him uh, when he's like on the the parachute like getting away from the train he's doing like aerial spin. So I don't know if that's him or not, but like it is. I was just like I saw oh, yeah, I've seen I've seen yeah. clips just, online of, he's of doing making like all of those parts. Those those spins when I went skydiving and the 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 tandem person that went with me like they did those spins and that's not easy and that actually pulls some G's. They actually didn't show yeah. a lot of it cuz I saw a featurette online and it seemed like he did they a lot more scenes. of those scenes of him just like, like and he's, gliding he's around. just there like he's probably like you know off like cuz his, his face is not in frame or anything like that stuff. He's just like Wee! like having too much fun like i mean I that that's cool easy because it's just a matter of like it's not it's <laughs> not no it's not just how you pull because you have to also take into account the wind uh you have to oh, take yeah. account your angle of of, of 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 basically like approach and you have to catch that stuff right like there's a like there's a lot more involved in terms the, of like the same thing with the motorcycle stunt like it may seem simple he's like oh he's just driving off a cliff it's like but he's not because he has to like also be able to land properly and not fly into the other mountains that are by yeah. him. Yeah, he's like, remember he said, and he even said in the movies, like I have to get away from these mountains. I got to go like, far I gotta, enough. I, gotta, yeah, I, gotta yeah. go, I had to jump away far enough and then pull the parachute, which is why he smashed into this, into the side of the <laughs> Orient Express. That was out of hand. But um, you know, um, yeah, like I did, the, I did like the the like very close quarters of that alleyway scene. That part was cool. Because yeah, I, him, I could. I mean, it probably like, was. When he's locked in. Between, yeah, uh, it, it probably uh, was held to shoot. I'm sure the cameraman was like right next to them. That was to film. Rough. Yeah, because there were some scenes where like they were right behind like Palm Clement teeth while she's punching him. And I'm like, like, how is they're that, really close? How is that? Like, cam- yeah, whoever's <laughs> working the camera, like, how are you not like, getting hit by this stuff? It's Especially like, with, like that that, that lead pipe and other stuff like going yeah. on. Like that's nuts. Yeah. So it was that was yeah cool. That's dope. Yeah, it has me really excited for part two. But uh, Lauren Balf came back for the score. Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. He did fall out, so it's only been yeah. these two. So but I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Michael Giacchino though, he, he did three he did and four. Three and four. Yeah, obviously. So I'm gonna go on a limb and I'm gonna create. I'm gonna bring in my hottest take I've ever had with oh, no. this series. I did not like the extensive use of like drumline snare drum in this movie mm-hmm. and for the for the score. I I don't know why. It just it felt too like. It reminded like me too much of the drumline. Patriotic? No, it's just like because <laughs> you have you have the it's in the rhythm of the main Mission Impossible theme, but like it, it was it kept distracting me. I was just like I don't I'm not getting like I guess the intended idea of like it. it uh, I guess like you know these raised stakes where every intelligence agency is now after Ethan as well as Ascension AI and its 
uh, surrogate, like, you know, human avatar running around doing its bidding. Like, I don't know, like, I didn't get that from it. Not necessarily I wanted some futuristic score, but it's just, it was too much snare. Like, it's, or like, too much, like, you know, like, like oh, marching so I, snare drum. I didn't notice it. I, I didn't notice listen it that to much it. Either. Listen to it again, and you'll hear but, it more. But, my snare? but in the score, <laughs> the parts I did notice were like, like the nice, uh, like the like we have like the the strings and the horns, so they have like yeah, like that's the theme. Yeah, and stuff with the well, theme definitely the very, very like like Hans Zimmer esque almost. The whole sequence in Venice after the party where. Ethan is running, but he's getting mind gamed by the AI, so he's going the wrong way. Oh, really? And then during, oh, man, and then during, and then like, during Gabriel in the fighting right way. both Grace and Ilsa, yeah. so that whole sequence, I think you the music was really good in that sequence. Like, I thought because like, it was like, like were, it was a build up, and then and then yeah. more of him running with more of the build up because like he's not getting there on like, time. I'm gonna so find like, a way it, to it definitely react. ramped up the tension and the suspense. I'm gonna find a way to rewatch um, this again, but like I need to like hear it because like there are certain points maybe I, I i'll be honest with you maybe i got um a bit of like incepted because watching the uh, early access like fan stuff going on in the different uh red carpets like they did have like a drum line at one point doing stuff i was like and then yeah, that kind of put that in my brain what he he that was like probably one yeah. of the main i would love to incorporate i would love to get like lauren balls it was it was pretty good. Like but I like some overall parts. the score is still good. Yeah. I just didn't like the overuse of the snare, like of the snare drums, so like that, that type. Of, that's just me. Like yeah. that was my big thing. I just wanted to no, kind of throw that out. I was like, not yeah. that big of a take because I actually would still prefer. I liked Jakino's takes on those two movies. Jakino, man, like, um, freaking yeah, it's too good. Not that Lauren Balf does great music. Ghost Protocol had great music, but yeah, especially with good. like what was going on in those movies. Alrighty, guys. So. Um, with this being said, this is, you know, uh, Chris McQuarrie's, what, third? Yeah, because he did, he did Rogue Nation. Yeah, yeah he did Rogue Nation, Fallout, yeah. Dead Reckoning 1. He, and then now he also did Reacher with, with uh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, the, the first one or the second one? I think the first one. Who did the second one? I'm curious. I don't know, but he's also, like, written a couple movies that Yeah, Tom he, he, he co-wrote some of these he, stuff, He too. co-wrote Top Gun. I think he co-wrote The Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. That I remember um, that one. So like he's been like that, that, that he's crazy. been doing these at Tom Cruise for a while. They're creating a shorthand, man. Yeah. That and like I bet him and Kaczynski probably have like a really good like relationship. Tom Cruise too. has done two movies with Kaczynski. Didn't he do Edge of Tomorrow? No, he did Oblivion. Oh he did Oblivion. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Well, with that being said, this is the seventh movie in the franchise. Like mm-hmm. what would you what would you guys put it in terms of like the rating, like or like I don't know where you put it in the order, in the like franchise. yeah, like I don't know if you want to go through the entire thing of just or like I don't know, no, have some, one of us kind of like put their take and you know we all agree, disagree. You know what? Let's do that, Danny. <laughs> you've been nominated, so Uh-oh. where would you Agreed. put this? Where would you put? Where would you put uh, Dead Reckoning one in terms of the entire uh, series, and then we'll chime in. Well, like I'll say my three favorites. Uh, like I, I don't know where I'm gonna put it, but it, it's in the top three for sure. Um, we got uh, Ghost Protocol. You think Ghost Protocol is your top? Well, well, the, no order on. Oh, this, no just order. Just three. your top three. Okay, no Ghost order. Protocol, Fallout, and uh, Dead Reckoning Part One. Mm, okay. So it's actually harder than you think. It is yeah, a lot harder than you think because the, there's it. so many good moments and sequences from each one. I just, Maybe I love, not yeah. two, but. <laughs> I love the mind games in Rogue Nation. Like I loved all that because yeah. it's like it's Ethan tasting more of his medicine of like of what he de- what he deals out a lot. Like and I, like I just reversed back to really him. Really dope. Yeah. That and then Rogue Nation um, gave us Ilsa Faust. So like that has that puts me up there like <laughs> already top. 
So, so this should be last this on your the, list. This is obviously the last one. Okay, no, no, no. Dead in quotes. Well, I'll, I'll, rev- I'll, I'll, I'll. So if she's not dead. This movie's your this, top of your list. This, this, this is like the second tops. Yeah, <laughs> easy. But I think uh, it is. Like, it's still too early uh, for me to tell. If like where I would put, if I were to judge it based off of where uh, Ilsa Faust posed it, but like. Um, I think uh, like I like those three picks as a top three. Um, there's something still classic for me about the original one. Yeah. Like this, like the iconic, you know, uh, bungee scene, uh, the red light, green light gum. Like, <laughs> dude, like um, the first one definitely. The is, first is, one, is like, and again, had the 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 fun, the, the really great deception of what's going on and how do we, you know, like, uh, you know, how do we get yourself out of basically like I'm going rogue and it establishes that. Um, we all can agree that like part two is just like dead last on the list just because it's so totally different from what the rest of the franchise is kind of about it's not your favorite no no (laughs) zach is part two your favorite yes it is no okay he's like which one is part two (laughs) exactly (laughs) chimera and bellerophon that's all you remember what the guy who's almost wolverine duggaray scott uh he's almost wolverine almost slow motion doves slow motion doves john the john woo special is what i call climbing But yeah, it, th- this one's definitely a, a, a top one uh, up there in the franchise. Yeah. It's top a, five. It's top seven. It's top seven. <laughs> it's top seven. Top seven. Um, Wait, so what's your second worst? Three? Or the first one? Three, two, no one. Second worst? Yeah, best. second worst. Because you're like, oh, it's definitely in the no, top seven. Oh, no, I was joking. Oh, <laughs> I saw these seven movies. movies. <laughs> Let the record show I can't count. There's only seven movies so far. I don't know numbers. Um, um, are you going or am I going, Zach? Uh, for your ranking, sort of ranking. Uh, you, you go first. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I still think Fallout is the best one. Okay. Fallout, I think, is really good. Like, when, I, I remember coming out of Fallout, and I really enjoyed Ghost Protocol and Rogue Nation, but then coming out of Fallout, I was like, man, this is the best one. Like, and it was dude. like it wasn't close. I was like, they like amped it up with Fallout and dude, the final the, sequence. I just love the pacing with the, pacing with the bomb so and the fact that you know that he rips the hook, dude. That oh. part, man. And, and a lot so of good. Fallout like brought a lot of the other movies together. Like his wife was in that one again. Yeah, and it like showed like her like cool. what he did and like the progression. Like this is why we can't be together because, and she understands like threat. because you need to be the one doing yeah. this, like saving the world. Like we can't be together because. I'm holding you back from doing what needs to be done. <laughs> exactly. The, so like, I like that they. I like that they. Um, I like the team dynamic in that movie better as well than that's this, true. Than this one, everybody seems like diff. Like in, at least with Dead Reckoning, now that they feel like they're a little, they're kind of separate. But it's also like they have to be separate because uh-huh. they can. You know, like they'll be playing into the entities like master plan. So I would. I would. It's weird because then you start going to the list. So I would probably put Fallout best and then maybe goes protocol second yeah. best and i'm not between this one and rogue nation, nation. as the third best yeah that's i'm I, we're pretty, we're pretty i will say i would agree with that like i have all of that in there like yeah like i think i'd have to rewatch four rogue through nation. seven four through seven are like collectively in my favorites and then yeah. it's like one yeah. three and then two and, and the thing I, is, yeah, it's like, and, it, and it's, and I like three. Like, granted, earlier I said that like three is awesome three because is. the villain in three is yeah, amazing. He's, he's good, but like, oh, and, and yeah, like, but then it's like all the others just one upped it so exactly. well, and you're just like, holy, like crap. these aren't bad movies. Like, no, we I, at least for me, like 
2 is like an okay movie, but all the other ones are like very well, good and entertaining. Four, yeah, 2 is by no means bad. It's just totally different. Like 4, 5, 6, and 7, they're all rated a 90 and above. Yeah. Yeah. They're great. I, I, like I, even I this one right now, like all oh, the, the, the reviews are out by the time we're even reviewing this. And it's just like, you know, universally accepted. Like, hey, this is great. It's a lot of fun. Like a lot of people have agreed with us and say like, yeah, like Fallout is like the gold standard, is like the tops of what this uh, what this has done. But uh, it's still like really, really good. Um, what I did like about yeah. this one was that it's the longest one, but I feel like the pacing was done kind of well where I, I didn't feel like two hours and 40 minutes to me. I was about to think that, or is this like, man, is this too long? And then I was like, no, no like, I, I, was, I was in it the whole time. I was yeah. like, damn, it's going to end. No. Yeah. And then you're like, no, this is happening like, now. Like, if, if part two started right after, I would have sat there for another two hours or whatever. It's like with across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. yeah. I would <laughs> easily give me another three hours of Spider-Verse. Like, Tom, Cruise, Tom Cruise, if you ever listen to this, you'll never will. But if you ever do, like consider putting out like a, a double five feature. Hour, a five just hour just do cut. a double feature. Yeah. Super cut with an interlude. Yeah, I walked in the a, theater. A bathroom break. Everybody yeah. would have gone to the and bathroom. And I would have do it. I'll go there and buy this, buy this stuff out and making it work, man. Yeah. Like totally the thing. Like that would be amazing. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping, yeah. I'm hoping, uh, my prediction comes true and that she's not dead. Let's hope so. I, I just feel like, like, I feel she like her death, with, so. with enough, I feel like her like, death would have, would have I felt had more, like, I feel like it would have had more of an intended. impact. I feel like it would have had more She didn't impact. die with enough grace. Yeah. I, I cause, cause grace didn't grace die. She survived. I, I felt, I felt the weight and the impact of Ilsa's death, quote unquote, We'll see right now, but I don't, I don't know. Part of me felt like it was... They already faked her death at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, so then that's why it's like, oh, this one's real. Double fake. Like, we're going to not double no, fake. It's Mission Impossible. They always mind game you. It's impossible. And, and all this die. movie was a mind game for the, for the AI. So I yeah. just feel like... I feel like they could do a super mind game and just, like, not completely kill her off. I mean, you can't, you can't bring them back in the same movie twice so just split it up split it up so she comes back again yeah, yeah i mean uh a la a la gal gadot freaking fast 10 <laughs> god i'm mad at that because i'm like that's that's dumb the next movie will be ethan looking for the dragon balls and they just need to wish her back to life <laughs> there you go good. yeah that's <laughs> we got it and we got it and one then of the has to ride the dragon one of the dragon balls is where the submarine was so they have to go down and there the anyway is guarding it sure <laughs> but that submarine is the one in fast x and yeah. oh, oh man okay no we're done family that's it and it's all about family Ethan's IMF family. I mean, Zach, they both had scenes in Rome. I mean, Zach, give us, give us your. <laughs> they do, they do. Give us your pseudo ranking because we can't really. All right, so so my my top three from three to one. Uh, in this case, uh, I think uh, I'm gonna go with Ghost Protocol. And that was the movie that actually introduced me to the franchise. I never oh, saw one enough. through three right, beforehand. Right. Fair enough. I, I knew of them. I had, pretty good way to I'd get seen, in. It's a good way like, to get in. Pieces of it here and there. Find the tallest building in the world. Uh, but it is the one that, that got me into the franchise, and I think it's the one I've seen the most. Maybe like four or five times total. Where as with the other ones, I've seen at uh, you know once for sure, um, twice for for some. Uh, after that, I would put maybe Jeremy this. Renner was great in that movie. Yeah, yeah. And they just like he Those just and Alec Baldwin. What happened to Alec Baldwin? Well, he died in well, he died in follow up. Oh yeah, that's right. He did blow up. He you also up. had wait, just wait, from Jeremy Renner. Ren Jeremy, wow. Jeremy, Jeremy Renner, Renner was Renner. five. Was yeah, he, five? he was yeah. barely barely in five. He wasn't yeah. even in, in Fallout. Fallout. Okay, and um, maybe he comes back in just for a very little. You had. Um, 
The guy that was in Lost. Yeah, I know. Uh, that was so cool. Yeah, but like, he died. I know. Which, wait, what? Uh, Sawyer. Sawyer. Oh, yeah. Sawyer was, was in... Paula Patton's, um, I guess, That's right. maybe like love her slash fellow agent. Yeah, but, that was in that, Protocol, right? Yeah, and then... And she, what happened to her, too? She yeah, she was only in yeah. that movie, which oh, she yeah. was cool, too. Just like, like Maggie Q is only maybe, in Mission Impossible Maybe 3. Dead Reckoning 2 is like the Avengers. Everyone, Everyone, comes, Everyone comes, comes back. back. On your left. <clears throat> yeah, that would be amazing. So, and, then, and this is the only Zip, movie... No, bungee cords instead of the portals. <laughs> this is the only <laughs> okay. movie that doesn't have uh, uh, his, his ex-wife. Because I think she was in all of them. No. no. She was in three, four, and then Fallout. Yeah, she wasn't in Rogue Nation. Oh, that's right, because one and two, never mind. One and two, he, there were the, the other women. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Some, yeah, some other people. Well, okay, but since since three, she hasn't been. I think this is the only one she hasn't been in. Well, no, she, she was not in Rogue Nation. Nation. She was I not she in Rogue Nation. I thought she was in this one scene. They showed her in one scene in Gross Protocol, but not correct, Rogue Nation. Okay, no, yeah, no, there was the, yeah, the scene at the very end of the movie. Exactly. That's correct. I thought I thought maybe she was in a quick scene somewhere else before, and then that was it. It was like, like a five-minute scene. No. Really? Not in Rogue Nation, no. Oh, okay. I think that's my least memorable Which one. is why it was surprising that they brought her back for Fallout. I was like, oh. But I feel like... With Fallout, that that was like a yeah, they end it. to it. Yeah, it was, and I mean, also, unless they do like at the very end of the franchise, but at least six uh, with Fallout, I think they ended it. And that's of. what makes Ilsa's thing even worse because like they were kind of making it seem like well, they you can't have like a real wife, but like work this, wife. yeah, he has like a work wife, and she's you know stuck with him now for two and a half movies, and it seemed like they were gonna, you know work it out i knew someone was gonna die in this one for sure i just didn't expect her to die maybe she's not dead yet yeah <laughs> all right zach what's your number two right, so number two would be this movie because okay. i i do like fallout the best so okay. far but th- this one like these three are very close Three, two, I, one. I think like Super you, me, Anthony, we'd have that yeah. pretty much. Uh, and then, and then Rogue Nation would be fourth if we're doing. Yeah. But for my top three, it would be those. So okay. So Ghost Protocol, uh, this one, and then uh, this one. Fallout. So this one's in everyone's top three. This one? Oh, this one's know? either my third or fourth. Yeah. No, this I is this is it. I think my fourth. Four. Okay. Yeah, because I like. You prefer uh, the previous three. Uh, so. The, the the top three for me would be um, Rogue Nation, Ghost Protocol, and then Fallout, gotcha. and then this yeah. one fourth. Okay, pretty solid. And then the original fifth, Mission Impossible three, very close sixth, because it was oh. sort of like a re wow. jump of the sequence. I, I, I would have put three, three above one. Above I don't know. One to me is just classic. Like it's it's iconic. And then, uh, and then two again. Like Anthony said, two is it's not hard. a bad movie. It's just, it's just compared to the other one, totally like, different. Yeah, totally different. It's just we wanted to make an action movie instead of a, a you know a action set piece spy thriller. Uh, but you know, yeah, that's we're at right now. Hopefully, this list gets amended when part two comes out. I mean, well, is part two going to be stuff? the last one supposedly, or are they going to make an, I mean, a, another? I don't know, man. I, I don't know. There's rumors of another one after. But yeah. Tom Cruise said he wants to be doing these movies until he's eighty. Because he looks up to Harrison Ford, so he's got like eighteen. Indiana Jones when he's eighty. 
good. Like, I mean, keep making that. these. So There's that's maybe two, like five more movies. More. Like, yeah, they it's can not do like, more after. They never said this was the final one. Yeah, I mean. and they're setting up other new characters to either <laughs> like keep a new team or pass the torch. Like they're making this stuff happen. Well, so Haley Atwell is the new leader. With what Danny said, because nah. I think of all these other franchises that have done like part one and part two, like Harry Potter or uh, or. Uh, uh, Twilight Hunger or Games. Hunger, Hunger Games, Games into uh, Spider-Verse. Well, Spider across, across Spider it was going to be part one and part two, then they dropped the part one in favor of just like a different, different type of movie. Fast X. Fast X. Fast X. Yeah. Now well, they want to say they're not saying it's part one and part two. That's the, I think it will yeah. be Fast X 2. No, I'm saying that it, it won't be like part one of the title. Is it 10? Like, 10, like how, yeah, but like I think Potter, the next one will be X-2 or whatever. 10-2. Help me. I think so. Okay, we're getting, away, we're getting away from that. No. Okay. So, uh, so very good. So, in a wall agreement, the movie is awesome. Go watch it. Yes. Go watch it in whatever formats you can. Oh, uh, do Dolby because our, our sheets were literally. Why were they shaking? They were shaking. That was the sound, really the sound design in this movie was excellent. Dude, yeah, oh, yeah, like all the impacts, all the shots, all the explosions, all the car crashes, everything the just. I felt the, the seats uh, were shaking. shaking. Yeah, it wasn't even 4DX. In like, yeah, I was just like, this is great. That was like, 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 a, like a true like a movie magnitude audio. one, two kind of earthquake. Yeah, we're getting value. <laughs> I'm getting some value out of this. That was just my stomach. I, I think that's like the first Dolby movie I've seen that the, the seats actually shook. Yeah, dude. Maybe they just retuned it. Well, my seat would not let me reset from the recline position. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, it was it. broken. I was like, I whatever. Was I'm just broken. stuck in recline forever, and I'm cool with that. But being I'm not, what? didn't they say they filmed one and two together? I could have yeah. sworn they did. Well, yeah, right? So when, when is part two now. coming up? A year, Next year. June, June 28th, yeah. I think okay. what it was. So that's what, I was a little surprised they didn't show a trailer for it. No, maybe they didn't I, want I to show any spoilers i'm cool with that yeah I, because then it would have gone online and then maybe people it, it would have spoiled people for what happens in this one i guess well, at first i was like a little like at first at first i was like a little miffed about that but i thought you know what no like give me wait create a full-on trailer of this you know big spectacle of what's going on yeah because they probably don't have enough edited to make a make a trailer i'm sure they do if they filmed it they all do. if they already filmed trust it all. us that they do Probably just holding it's out just for like post, some bigger post, man, uh, yeah. waiting for the movie to release. Well, that's something like with post production. Post production, a lot of it's going to be um, some like fine tuning with the editing. I'm sure they're they have not what they want for a trailer yet, but I'm sure we'll get something uh, sure. by Christmas. Oh, we'll for see. sure, by yeah, Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. Between October and Christmas. I mean, remember we had the first trailer a year ago during Top Gun. That's right. So they've been kind well, of well. How long had the movie already been filmed? When they're in the middle, they were of, filming in the middle of filming it, I think last yeah, at year, least part two, like during yeah. COVID, like you remember those audios, the audio files of Tom Cruise screaming at people during COVID. It was for this movie. Yeah. So, like, like, we so we're talking this. like 2020, yeah. 2021. Yeah. yeah. But they were filming okay, both of so. these together. So, okay. So then they had, they the might be almost done. done. Yeah. They might be Tom, almost done. When Top Gun came yeah. Top Gun was done. Like at but, least a year, almost two years before it released, yeah. finally. Yep. Because they delayed it a lot. So when when does Dune come out? November. November. November this year. So I mean, we might get something during that. Yeah, that's a Warner Brothers thing. So you that, that would be my. That would be my. Oh, true. Okay. I guess Paramount. Yeah. Kind of competing. Yeah. Not competing, but like you know. November third is Dune Part Two. But I, I feel like it might be around that time, like around yeah. the time that Dune comes yeah. out. We might. Get they something. might or like if if. 
part two comes out the same time, like next June or July. Yeah, it's June. They June might June. just wait till like January, or December to get like the six months time frame. Are there any big movies in Christmas or before, right before Christmas? Aquaman. Wonka. <laughs> Wonka. Wait, so Wonka and I and Dune Part Two are coming out the same year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Chalamet, he's everywhere. <laughs> that Chalamet. No, I'm kidding. All right, so. Uh, that this was a really fun discussion. Um, I know next time we're gonna jump right in to another big release that came out during the summer. We're gonna be talking about Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. But before we do our sign off, we'd like to remind you all to go ahead and follow us on all of our socials. Look up Popcorn Watchlist, and you're gonna see a lot of the community outreach we have, fun polls, questionnaires, uh, and open discussions about some of uh, our favorite topics and what we've been going through so uh, if you want to join in on the, on the discussion with mission impossible dead reckoning part one go ahead uh you know go ahead and grab whatever social media tool you have uh you are on twitter threads instagram and you know should you choose to accept it go ahead and uh start uh, keep the discussion going we'd love to hear your thoughts on all on that everybody uh, so with that, folks, uh, tune in for next time again. We're going to go right into the Dial of Destiny. And uh, until then, we will see you next time. Keep that popcorn going. Bye. <laughs> Later. <laughs> this podcast will self-destruct in five seconds. Thank you, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs>